Hey, welcome to another episode of Open Mic. I'm so excited that you are listening or watching today. My name is Jared. I'm here with Trevor, Coco, and Chloe. And we are talking today about pace of life, stress, rest, working hard. And I want to ask you guys, we're in the summer, we're recording this in the summertime. It's uh, early July. Um, what are some things that you guys are either looking forward to or you've already done that have been a highlight of the summer? Because the summer's busy. Ooh, a highlight has been probably our resident graduation. We had our first class of yeah. our residents and they graduated and it was so much fun. It was awesome. Uh, so that was definitely a highlight for me. What I'm looking forward to is I'm going to go out to California and visit my siblings, and we're, yeah. we're taking my niece to Disneyland. So oh, I'm pretty awesome. excited oh about gosh. that. Goodness. I would say for me, I just got back from vacation. I was on the beach, so that was great. always love getting a little tan, a little sun. Um, and then I'm looking forward to my year anniversary of being married oh, wow. yes. there it is. in a few weeks. A whole year. <laughs> Speaking of wow. weddings, I, my we favorite thing know. of the summer was the Harps wedding. Uh, that was yes. so fun. I got to see people uh, that I haven't seen all summer. Mm. Something I look forward to next month, right before school starts, I'm going to see Lainey. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. So Love that. Are you going to take all the, are you going to take video? I don't of know. The, of the concert. I might just enjoy the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's big on using his phone. I just Long love, I just love, I'm just remembering all the memes today. Just the memes where it's like, don't, you know, you record all these, this whole concert and you don't go back and listen to it. Well, yeah, we just no. had 4th of July. I just saw a meme that just said, hey, just a reminder, nobody watches 4th yeah. of July <laughs> fireworks videos, uh, right. so don't record them. They're, yeah. they're not going to do, <laughs> exactly. not going to do any good for you. Uh, me and my wife took a trip to California without our kids, and that was mm. by far, we didn't have any plans when we went there, so we were just That's like, way to do it. We just don't have children, so we haven't had not kids in six years, so it was awesome for us. Um, but today's topic is like, how do you how do you maintain a uh, good quality, balanced pace of life? Because I think that most people will probably tend on one side of the spectrum or the other. You get really busy and you get stressed, or you get really slow, and then one thing on your calendar is like, oh man so busy. I can't, I got a test next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. And that one thing occupies everything. And it's like, I can't, can't imagine adding one more thing. Um, how do you guys deal with like just the pace of life of like, maybe you finish school. I mean, Trevor, you're still in college. So yeah. like you, you have, you're living that life of like a, a part-time job. You're, you're interning at church. Oh, yeah. You are involved in things at church. You, uh, you have, you know, social life. Like, how do you guys start to balance those things initially when they start to get busy or they seem hectic to you? I think, like, one of the biggest things I learned, um, thank goodness we're going through the book of Proverbs because I think the book of Proverbs has taught me this principle is how to order your values, yeah. which leads to wholeness, which leads mm. to satisfaction. And I think whenever life gets busy, it's so important, so crucial to order your values, saying, I'm not going to give up my time spending uh, in the morning or at night, uh, mm -hmm. in the word, praying and all that stuff. I'm not going to give up um, hanging out with certain friends. I think it's important to still have a social life, but I don't think your life needs to be 100% social because there's still things that, mm -hmm. um, even as believers, that we're called to do. We're called to be responsible and steward our time, steward our time well. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to know what you're going to value and where within the spectrum of your day, and maybe even your mm -hmm. month and week, um, where you're going to place that priority. Man, Trevor, that's so good. I was listening to somebody, I think it was Ben Stewart, talked about how you have your, your title 
and then your time, like the things that are like, I'm a father, I am a pastor at our church, I'm a husband. And like when you have those titles, it means something. It has like, mm. it has ramifications. So I need to order my values as far as mm -hmm. like, I can't just be a pastor at our church and not do anything about it. It doesn't mean I'm just an employee here. It means I have certain responsibilities and authority. And, um, and same with being a husband and a father where I can't just go, oh, that's just, I have kids and they're just, they kind of operate out mm -hmm. on their own. Like I need to order my time based on my title. And that changes things. And when you think about it that way, you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm a, I'm a son, I'm a brother, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a friend, I'm a pastor. I'm a, you start to like think about all the things that you are and go, oh, okay, if those are important to me, it'll trickle down into my time. Yeah. Um, but if it's not, it won't. What about you guys? You might have to help me out on this analogy, Coco, but I've done, when I was an intern, I did I that. I was just thinking about that, Chloe. Yes. <laughs> I did the analogy um, for one of my talks about, it's like you have a jar and then there's all these items that fit into. That. <laughs> yes, yes, come on. That fit into Nobody the jar. Nobody help her. Make Chloe explain <laughs> it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm probably going to butcher it. Um, so there's like all these items that fit into the jar. So you have like big items and you have small ones. So, you know, I use like a really big like foam brick from like our kids area and then so that was like your time with God in the morning and like you put that in first um and then there's another big thing um so maybe like school your priority is like school as well you have you're a student you're enrolled you need to like do your homework mm -hmm. stuff like that but then you also had these like little things that went in like hanging out with friends or doing different random things but um you finish it. Yeah, so <laughs> it was like, like at first you, you put it in. This is going to come together, guys. I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang you with put us. it in randomly. You put it in randomly at first. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to do social media. I'm going to go hang out with friends. I'm going to do school. I'm going to do my internship. I'm going to come to young adults. All these different things. And you try to put it all in and stuff it all in, but it doesn't add up. So it's all overflowing. But then when you prioritize, so exactly what Trevor said, when you like prioritize your, prioritize your values, um, then it's like, okay, I'm for sure spending time with God. That's going in first. Then I want to yeah. make sure that school right now in your season of life, that is a priority. Put that in. Your internship, going to hang out with friends, all these different things. And we can still have time for what we make time for, mm -hmm. but we just have to prioritize it and put it in order. Um, but when we do it randomly and we just let whatever happens happen, mm -hmm. then that's where we get into trouble. But right. I think that's so true. Like if we just let our schedules dictate our lives and we don't dictate our schedules, then we're in a world of like busyness and hurry. Urgency. Yeah. It's like, I got to do this. I got to go. Um, and it just really, I think it can take over us and it's just, it can be very, very stressful, especially if you're in college. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, I, we deal with interns. And so a lot of times I would be talking to someone and they're just like in tears because they're like, I'm so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, that can like take over us. And then we're like, what do we do? Like, I don't have time to do what God wants me to do because I'm overwhelmed. And so I think it's so important for us to really like, I just think Trevor, you hit it like on the head. Like we have to prioritize our values for sure. Mm -hmm. So if you're already there and you are overwhelmed, you're busy. Maybe you're not even overwhelmed. Maybe you're just busy. Mm -hmm. I remember at Missouri State, they, they, they kind of have a, a schedule with the uh, with finals where your your final doesn't always land on the day that you had your class. Yeah. And I was taking five classes, and four of my finals ended up on the same day. And I remember looking at my schedule, being like, "This is going to meet like be some master planning." Yeah. It was like it, it equaled stress because it was just four finals on one day. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're in a situation like that, or maybe you're just overwhelmed at whatever it is that's on yeah. your plate. How do you get around that? How do you start to like start to maybe take a step back and realize? 
what do I have on my plate? How can I start to tackle it? How do you start to see it logically without all the emotions kind of blinding everything and creating some tunnel vision? What do you do if you're in the middle of that? I'll just say, first of all, breathe. I feel like (laughs) just breathe. Are you telling me I I had a lot of... Oh, no, no. Just take like a big breath whenever you get in that stressful situation. But next, I'd really just like urge people... Like, don't worry about tomorrow. There's a yeah. verse in Matthew 6 that says, like, mm-hmm. tomorrow has its own problems. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to worry mm-hmm. on today. I think if you focus on one thing at a time, some people are big-brained people or some people are, like, mm-hmm. one thing at a time. But I think if you look, like, in the big picture of things and you just focus on one thing at a time, I think that helps so much just, like, the mini- minimalizing mm-hmm. everything. Like, obviously, everyone's busy. Everyone has a bunch yeah. of things going on in their day. And I think if you take one thing at a time – um, and being intent with what you're at at that certain time, I think your stress level will go so mm-hmm. down in situations. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to worry about the next thing because you're being a really intentional in the thing that you're in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just what I, I think, think the biggest thing for me is to just be like kind of like going with what you're saying, Trevor, is just to be praying over your schedule. Like mm-hmm. that is the biggest thing that I have learned since being um, in college and a young adult. Um, JC, who's been on here a few times, told me this a long time ago, and I've never forgot it. Or And I honestly, it's a part of my every like morning routine is I will pray over my schedule. Um, you know, some days it's specific, like, God, I have this today and this today. Or some days it's just a general, like, God, just help me today with my mm-hmm. schedule and all the things I have going on. But there's so many times where I'm so overwhelmed, like the finals day that you were saying, Jared, like, you know, there's so many times I'll come to God and be like, God, this is my schedule and it's really overwhelming me today. Can you take something in or like bring something in or take something out of my schedule? And I have just seen God work so big just in praying for that because I think Mm -hmm. that like he delights in just bringing something like our schedule to him every single day. And I mean, I've had times where I've prayed that prayer and have been so overwhelmed and stressed and two girls say that I was going to hang out with or a class that I had, like the girls canceled on me or the class got canceled. And it's just like, God knew what I mm-hmm. needed or some days that doesn't happen, but he knew that I could handle it and gave me the strength for that. And so I think that's just the biggest thing. And I've seen so much, I've learned so much about God through that prayer. And it's mm-hmm. been so cool. I think that's so good. And I think about like the reality of life is like, we are going to have seasons where we're like legit busy. Like Jared, I think of you, you're a dad, you have a job, like you have so much going on and like, we think we're busy, but then like, I think of other people's lives. I'm like, wow, they are really busy. And, and, and the fact is like, yes, there's seasons where it's like, we have this event and this thing and this thing and this thing. And, um, and that can tend to like make us feel overwhelmed. Uh, and I was talking to someone last week and we were just talking about like, our our plate of what we have going on and like what God has put in our lives and she was like man I just want to say yes to everything Mm -hmm. and we were like um okay but let's go back to like what is your best yes in this situation Mm -hmm. is it wise to say yes I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna do this with this person every Tuesday when you have all these other things on your plate and you have to really just evaluate so like take inventory of like what are the things that are value that are values to you? What are things that are necessary that I have to do? And then really just like write out a schedule or like even if you aren't that if you don't want to do that, like just think about it and be like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to say yes to this, or I really need to bring this to God and make sure that this is what He wants me to do before I say yes to it. And I think taking that inventory can help us to step back and really be like, Okay, God, I actually want you to guide my life. Um 
I think of uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart Mm -hmm. and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And so I'm like, I definitely want God to direct my paths, but I have to like trust him with all my heart. That means I have to trust him with my schedule, with the responsibility I have, with the hopes and dreams and all the things that like we want to do. And like, if we can like give that to God, surrender that to God, trust him with it, then he is going to direct our path. And I think our path that he wants is not like a, this, crazy busy stressed way it's like no it's a way that's just in this like trust zone with God of like okay like this is what God has put in my in my path and I'm gonna do this trusting that he has a plan for it so I remember when I had all those four finals on one day and like it's beginning of the semester seeing the final schedule and being like you know whatever day it was it was like you know November 28th or something. And I was like, that's going to be the worst day of my year. (laughs) And then as it got closer, it just kind of like loomed in dark. It was like, there was this fog. And I remember like just every situation I was in, I was just like bringing this like (laughs) tension filled fog to everything that I did. And finally somebody was like, Hey, you don't seem okay. What's up? (laughs) And I was just like, you don't even understand. Like I was just like getting ready to lose it. And they were like, what's your plan? And I was like, to be stressed, like to be upset. (laughs) And they were, they were just like, well, like, aren't you going to like divide and conquer and like study for the first one then study for the second one, like figure out a plan, walk it, walk through it. But it was like, until I brought somebody in, it was just so foggy. And it was like, you opened a window and let the fog out, let the, let the smoke out. And it was like, Oh, now I can see that it is doable. I have time between now and then to do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to let somebody else in to go, okay, what are you stressed about, Trevor? Like, what, what, are we, what are we working with to go, okay, I see that. Hey, I've been there before. Can I help you know what I did? And, and let's, letting somebody else in takes the fog out of the room, helps you see the situation without the emotion in it because Trevor doesn't care what my finals look like. He just wants to help me. You know, he, he doesn't have to go to the tests. I do, but he can help me prepare for it. Um, so I think that's one of the most helpful things. And you guys talked a little bit about, like, having some type of rest. And I think we have to look at, like, What's the best way for us to rest? What would you guys say is like the biblical or like how did Jesus rest in a way that we can, we can follow that? Because I think right now we, we live in an era that's like, listen, it's all about the hustle. Mm-hmm. You got, if, you, if you are just working a job and you don't have a side hustle, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And if you're not going, you know, you're up and you're working, you're doing, if you're not doing everything you can, but like that's not necessarily how Jesus lived his life. That's not how God created us. Like, mm-hmm. can you guys speak into that of what is rest? For you look like and how has that changed for you over time maybe i think rest for me uh simply just looks like not being in charge of something so mm-hmm. i feel like i'm very leader oriented and i want to be in control in, in a right and reverent way but um I'll, something that i find super restful is doing something or being with people where i am not in charge i think you're going to find so much rest in that situation because i feel like as leaders and all of us can probably attest to it that we want to be in control of everything. And that causes like a different kind of busyness in our mind. We're always thinking about it. We're always trying to work towards it. And even just trying to like host people, I think is the biggest thing. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it feels good to be hosted. And so mm-hmm. that's yeah. one of the biggest things. And I see like, I think all over scripture, we see people went to other people's houses for fellowship mm-hmm. where they weren't in charge. Jesus mm-hmm. went to Martha's house and he wasn't in charge. He just got <laughs> to show up and mm-hmm. fellowship with people. And I think that's so important because mm-hmm. I think it takes like, not only are we physically resting, like not doing anything, mm-hmm. but I think the mental aspect of our minds, not our, we're not thinking about something, we're not thinking about, oh, what I got to do after this. So mm-hmm. I think resting and not 
being in charge is something that could help you mm. in those situations. Yeah. I love, like, I mean, we have so many examples of when Jesus rested. And, I mean, in Genesis, the very first chapter, like, God created everything, and then he rested. And so it's, like, right there in the very beginning of the Bible, we are shown, like, he shows us is a perfect example of rest. And I think because he did that it's like we have to we have to model after that and he knows that that's like what we need and so he shows us so many times in scripture um why rest is important mm. i think that's so good um i think about how like when we say okay god i'm gonna like not work for a certain amount of time and you know i think that rest is a biblical principle that like we need to like listen up to and and really uh try to implement in our lives because um, we can go through seasons where we just like straight up don't have rest. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted and I'm burnt out. And that's not honoring to God. And so I think definitely saying, okay, God, I'm going to trust that um, you can do more with my six days of the week than my seventh day of me working. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to trust that I'm not going to bring my home, my computer home to work or to my house uh, over the weekend so I can like rest and use that time um, to really like just. I feel like recharge and mm-hmm. just listen to what God has for me. And I think like for me, Fridays and Saturdays are my day off. Um, and like, I love to like do things like hang out with my little brother, James. Like we love to go to Chick-fil-A on Fridays. <laughs> and you know what? It's usually about like two o'clock. I'm like, I like to just like chill, do my thing, oh. like spend extra time reading, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just like not feeling like I have to do something. Um, and I love that you said that, Trevor, about like not being in charge of something because I'm like, that mm. speaks to me. I'm like, yeah, like to not have to like make a, a decision or like be in charge for for a moment. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm like, okay, I can I can rest in this uh, because naturally I'm like, well, I want to do it. I want to go for it. Like, let's make these decisions. But for for me to like turn off my brain can definitely be a challenge, but I think mm-hmm. it's something that I have to like, it is a discipline that we talk about spiritual disciplines. It's a discipline because it's not an easy thing to do, right. mm-hmm. but we have to depend on God that when we say, Hey God, I'm going to set aside. I even tell people, some people have this misconception. I think that rest has to be for a full day. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's amazing. And like, if you could get there, awesome, but it's not the reality sometimes, but if you can find a moment of rest, maybe that's one hour that you're like, mm-hmm. Hey, for one hour, I'm going to rest. I'm going to spend time with God. I'm going to pray. When Jesus went away, he prayed. He like recharged by talking to the Father. So like if we can find moments of rest and really not allow our our busyness to take a hold of us, then I think that's a win too. So even if you're like, hey, I have to work on Saturdays. I can't take a full day. Like find, wake up an hour early or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it looks like. Find that hour in the day that you could say, okay, I'm going to take this time to rest. Yeah, I I think... um I was trying to find the verse, but I think I think there's a piece of it that's like a principle that we have to understand that like I think we live in a culture that says so much depends on you. Mm-hmm. My work, my productivity, my relationships, my finances, my emotion, everything depends on me. And what we're doing in in rest is like a it, it, there is a practical piece of like recharging your 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 body, recharging right. your mind, but there's also a spiritual aspect where you are, and this happens every night. When you go to bed, you are mm-hmm. trusting that God will keep your lungs pumping with air. He is going to keep your brain doing what it should so that you can wake up in the morning. And there's an attitude of humility of like, God, I, I can't keep my lungs moving air while I'm sleeping. Like you might be thinking about breathing in and breathing out and what that looks like and feels like and 
cognitively doing that, but like God gave us things that we are involuntary of because he's holding us up when we are sleeping at night. So like there is also the aspect to that of like when you are choosing to go, okay, this is my work. God, I'm done with it for today. And we should work hard. Like yeah. that should be, that should be a sure. definition of us yeah. Christians Biblical. because we should work hard. But we should also have a season where we set it aside and we go, God, I've done what everything I can do. I've worked hard. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to set that down and know that God can do more with it in the 30 minutes I'm setting it aside than I could in the eight hours that I've worked on it mm-hmm. today. But in all of that is a humility. And I think it's, it's both in prayer and in attitude to say, God, you can do more with it right now. When I go to sleep, you can, you can recharge. I've been in situations where I'm like, I, I've, I've been working on a message on a Saturday night before I preach on Sunday, and I, I'm like, i got to retool it, and it's midnight. What in the world is going to happen? And I lay my head down at 4 a.m. because I'm going to wake up at 7, and I'm going, God, I need, you got to recharge my batteries in a way I don't, I don't know how to do it. And he does more in those hours than he could have another time. Now, is that a good standard? No, absolutely not. But I think God can do more while we are sleeping or while we are away from our desk, while we're away from our work, while we're away from a relationship, while we're away from our finances, that us worrying about it is not going to add to it. That We have to take our hands away from it, add some humility and go, God can do more with it while I'm away from it than he could if I was holding tightly. And I think that, for me, is an attitude I have to remind myself of because it doesn't come natural to me. Mm, I think of Psalms 37.5, commit your ways to the Lord, trust him, and he will act. And I think the key right there, like, the action word is trust. And, I mean, that's with rest, that's with working, that's with all the things. Like, I just, I feel like, like, as I get older, I'm like, God, I'm just literally so dependent on you. But I think those are actually really sweet words to God because Mm -hmm. we actually like cannot do it on our own. We cannot uh, be the best we can be on our own. We can't do what we need to do on our own. But when I'm like, okay, God, like I'm committing my ways to you and I'm just trusting that you're going to act. Like sometimes I have to remind myself, remind myself, remind myself, remind myself because I'm like, I want to take back the control and I'm going to work really hard and try to get this done. And I feel like I'm, I've been in a season where I'm like, okay, I need to just get a couple more people for this. I need to do this. I need to recruit harder. I need to do this. And I've been really like humbled because I feel like God's been like, Coco, like just trust me. And I, I was telling you guys before I like literally came in this week and I was like, okay, I feel like it's not going to work out. This project we're working on, I feel like people are going to all drop out. Like it's going to be a struggle. And I'm just thankful because I literally like woke up the next day and I was like, God, I'm sorry. I didn't trust you in those moments. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like this sense of conviction of like, God was like, Coco, are you kidding me? Like you just like wasted like your rest because you were worried about this. And I'm like, oh man, like that, that was just such a practical thing of even this week of like me wanting to take the control back. But really I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to actually re-surrender this to you. And I'm going to keep re-surrendering this to you and keep doing that um, until you take, until I feel like you've taken full control. So So when you guys do rest, not just sleep, but like when you step away from your work, when when you step away from whatever it is that your hands to your, your homework, you got an hour, you have a half day, you have a Saturday. What does that look like for you to recharge your battery spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally? I feel like I'm an extrovert. I can talk to people all day, but I need like an hour of quiet. No one with me, especially I had a brother growing up, so I always needed <laughs> a little brother, right? Yes. Yeah. So I needed time away from him, but I think I've carried that on. And like, that's how I find rest. That's how I find um, my peace. That's, that's where I get so much um charge, ambition, to keep on going, keep serving, keep doing homework, keep working, all that stuff is just by being quiet sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think we see 
uh, what's his name? Elijah in first Kings. He's quiet and God spoke to him. He was rest restful and things changed for him. Things were good for him whenever he rested. And I think we see the principle so much in scripture, just like sometimes be quiet. Don't have anybody around you. Spend time by yourself. Um, not even necessarily like in a moment of prayer, just be quiet for yourself. Maybe watch TV, take a nap. Some people don't like naps anymore, but I think like (laughs) if you're going to keep going in the day, you gotta, you gotta rest somehow, but, uh, just quietness honestly is how I find my rest. For me, I like to maybe sleep a little bit longer than I normally would during the week. So maybe that's 30 extra minutes or an hour or something. Um, But I always like to do that Um, and also read for a little bit longer than I would. Mm -hmm. Spend time with God for a little bit longer than I would during my normal weekday schedule Um, or go on a walk or just something like that that refreshes me or sit at a coffee shop and like there is quiet and stillness and I'm not like thinking about much. Mm -hmm. I think that and, but it might look different each time I rest. Uh, some days I might go on a walk, but some days I might just sit home and, like you said, Trevor, like watch a movie or just do something that I don't have to think but can recharge. Um, but for sure, start it like with the Lord, whether it's a podcast or spending longer time reading with him, starting it that way, but then doing something still like in stillness. Hmm, that's good. Um I do. I will say. I don't think I get rest right all the time. I yeah, think I can. I agree. I okay. sometimes. I always am like asking people, like, "What do you do to rest?" I, I want to know because yeah. I I want to grow in that. I think for sure. But um, I think for sure for me, I like to sleep in. I think that helps me a lot because again, we like to work hard, and I think that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. I think also I'm like I. I think I, I need to recharge by sleeping in. So I like to do that. And then I do like to spend like extra time with the Lord because I, I, I do love just literally like not even caring about what time it is. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I love to like, you know, make a great breakfast. That's mm-hmm. really simple. Ooh, but coffee. like, you know, just sip on coffee <laughs> all morning. I'm like, I'm into that. Uh, so I like to just like, just like not be in a hurry to do mm-hmm. something. Um, and so, you know, Chloe and I have been going to a little workout class on Friday mornings. That's a way that we can uh, recharge and, like, also do something that's, like, good for us, too. So, um, yeah, I think I, I still am growing in that area. But I think definitely just not being in a hurry and not being, like, I have to do these ten things. So, I, I had someone, I can't remember who it was, um, this pa- I, I'm I remember now I was a pastor who I follow and, and really respected it. He said, if you, if you work with your mind for your job, mm-hmm. you should rest in a hobby that's with your hands mm-hmm. and then vice versa. So if you're working with your hands and you go, okay, I'm going to come home and do, you know, do the lawn, that's not rest for yeah. you. Um, but if you're working with your mind, you should come home and do something with your hands. Not that that's the only way that you yeah. can do it, but that's been good for me because exactly. so much of what we do is meeting with people and talking and doing so much. And like, I'm an extrovert, like Trevor, like I love being around people. And I'm, I learned in my late twenties, like I still need some time alone. Yeah. I still like quiet yeah. places. Yeah. And I still, what Tyler and I can be bad about is like our rest time. We're like, <clears throat> just gotta sit here and do this for, and like yeah. get on our phones and like that's not rest. Like I have yeah. to learn that's not rest. Yeah. So for me, like rest can sometimes be like I gotta get out in the yard and do something. I gotta clean something. Mm-hmm. I gotta fix something. I gotta go on a walk. I gotta go play a sport and do something that recharges my batteries better than if I stayed at home and read a book or right. went and went and met with people. Because yeah. I'm like yeah. I do that all the time. So yeah. now I need to do something that's a little opposite so that I'm recharging so that when I get back to my job, I'm ready mm-hmm. for it. Um, it's different than what I've been doing over the weekend or on my rest. So, hey, I hope this has been encouraging to you. I hope this has been challenging to you. I hope this is something that um, if you've not rested well, I hope that you kind of take some of the things that we 
saw in scripture today and, and go ahead and do it. So uh, we want to thank you for joining us and we hope you join us next time.